Welcome back to the Spring to Life podcast. I'm Caitlin, your host slash hormone health coach, femme educator, Pilates instructor, and creator of the Spring to Life method. My goal is to promote feminine body independence and share stories of female resiliency to help you love your body more and unleash your inner superpower, your period. Before we dive in, if you are not already following the show, I would invite you to open your podcast app and make sure that you follow along so you automatically get each week's new download. Without further ado, we're going to be discussing four ways to support your body on your period this week. One of the things that I truly love about my job as a hormone health coach and a women's health educator is that once you get past the taboo of talking about your period and your hormones, it is so surprisingly simple to implement changes that have a drastic impact on your hormone health, on your premenstrual symptoms, on how you feel just throughout your cycle. So I'm really excited for today's episode because these are such simple things that you can do to support your body on your period. There really is no supplement involved. These are just habits that you're going to get used to that are going to have such a huge effect on the way you feel during your period and throughout your cycle. So this first one is related to diet and nutrition, and it's eat nourishing, warming foods during your period. Now, if you think of your menstrual cycle in seasons, your menstrual phase, your period or your bleed, however you want to refer to it, is the winter season. So if you think about the types of foods that you want to eat when it's actually winter outside, that's going to be really warm, comforting foods. So things like bone broth, red raspberry leaf tea, which I'm sipping on right now, uh, soups and stews are really great for sustaining your body during this time. It's important to actually keep your uterus warm. So that's kind of the thought process behind those broths and the teas and the soups. It doesn't really sound appetizing to have a cold smoothie during this time. you know, at least to me, I think a lot of people will agree with that. This is not to say you shouldn't follow your appetite or your cravings during this time, but if you kind of approach what you're eating during your menstrual phase from the mentality of this is your internal winter, let that guide how you kind of plan out what you're going to eat, what you keep in the house during that time, and it's going to really help you feel really nourished during your period. So number two is to incorporate gentle movement. I know there is really this thought out there and I've heard it many times from other women. Well, you know, I heard that you should really exercise hard during your period to kind of overcome the fatigue or the pain that you're in. And that you could if you wanted to, but the thing is you don't have high levels of natural estrogen or progesterone during this time. So your energy is naturally lower. So if you're gonna go into some high intensity exercise, you might be triggering your stress response. So if you're able to really perform through that high intensity exercise, what's fueling that is actually your cortisol, which is going to trigger some inflammation in your body and then your recovery time is going to be longer. 
So if you are someone that typically does high intensity exercise during your period, or if it's something that you are planning to do during your upcoming period, take a second and just do like a body scan and ask yourself if that's what your body really needs during that time. Uh, especially when I'm teaching Pilates in my app, when we come to the mat, I always want you to ask yourself what your body needs, not necessarily what you think it should need. This is not about a should. This is about your body right now in time because the shoulds comes from comparison and it comes from this mindset of more is more a lot of the time. So some of my favorite types of movement during my period are yin yoga, stretching, length and flows. From my Pilates app, I offer active and yin length and flow. So you can get a little bit more movement in an active flow and a lot more breath and relaxation in a yin flow. Walking is always great. Maybe some gentle hiking, but you don't really need to push your body. This is your couple days of the month where you get to rest. This is your built-in rest window in your month, in your cycle. So why not take advantage of it? I feel like so often we are feeling so tired and so burnt out and wishing we could take a rest. Well, your body is literally giving you the cue during this time to scale it back and take it easy and rest and reflect and restore. So take advantage of that because once you are done with your period and you enter your follicular phase, those hormones are gonna to start to rise again, your energy is gonna rise, and you're gonna be able to get back to whatever higher intensity movement it is that lights you up. And your body is gonna respond better and you'll probably enjoy it more as well. So our third tip comes along with movement. We always want to stay hydrated. And I was doing some research, reading a couple studies, preparing for this episode, and there's some really interesting information out there. So low estrogen and progesterone levels during your period can cause water retention. So that's why we want to make sure we're drinking eight to 10 glasses of water per day to help reduce bloating and cramps. It's going to help flush out your system. You want to be drinking electrolytes leading up to your period because our magnesium, sodium, and potassium levels fluctuate throughout your cycle depending on whether you are estrogen or progesterone dominant. So we're estrogen dominant in our follicular phase, we're progesterone dominant in our luteal phase, and we also have a higher basal body temperature. So staying hydrated in your luteal phase can help prevent PMS symptoms like headache and migraine that are brought on by dehydration. And two of my favorite ways to incorporate electrolytes are through coconut water. And if I feel like I need to supplement my electrolyte stores, I love Element. They're little uh, packets of electrolytes and I can really feel a difference in how hydrated my body feels when I'm incorporating one packet or so a day. They actually have a really great offer to get a free sample. So if you're interested in incorporating some electrolytes, I'm gonna link that in the show notes. What I really found interesting in my research is that there was a study in the European Journal of Sports Science that shows an inverse relationship between core temperature and thirst stimulation in the follicular and luteal phases. So in our follicular phase, when we are estrogen dominant, our core temperature is lower and our thirst stimulation is higher. So we're kind of naturally staying more hydrated. 
Inversely, during the luteal phase, our core temperature is higher. Like I said, we have an elevated basal body temperature following ovulation, but our thirst stimulation is actually lower. So our body is not signaling us quite as much during our luteal phase to drink water. So that's why it's really important during that time to keep drinking water and making sure you're getting adequate hydration so that you don't fall into dehydration. And another reason we want to avoid dehydration is because it causes your heart to work harder to pump blood throughout your body, which is going to expend more energy and cause fatigue. So our energy is already lower in our luteal phase. And then if we're not staying hydrated enough, the fatigue is just going to sink in even deeper. So we want to stay hydrated to keep feeling energized leading up to and throughout our period. So those are three really <laughs> easy, tangible tips to really help to support your body on your period. I'm going to offer you the fourth one, and hopefully you're already doing this. Hopefully you're already following me on Instagram at Spring to Life Method for more hormone supportive tips. I'm going to put in the show notes the link to download my free cycle tracker and journal template, which is going to help you become more aware and more connected with your cycle. And once you know where you're at in your cycle, what to expect with each phase, it's going to be even easier for you to start taking action to harness your superpower of your period and to feel great all the way throughout your cycle and not have to deal with painful periods. I love a quick little episode like this. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Spring to Life podcast. Please check out the show notes for the resources mentioned in this episode. And if you learned something new or if you resonated with this conversation, please share, tag me in your Instagram stories. Again, I'm at Spring to Life Method. Leave a five-star review or simply share it with a girlfriend because all women deserve to know their superpower. 